Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of 410 Sports Talk. I'm James Haskell, along with my co-host, Glenn Martin. It is a Friday night, Glenn. We are so excited for the Baltimore Ravens Sunday matchup against the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals. We're here to get you prepared. Glenn, how are you on this hot Friday evening? Yeah, strangely warm in Baltimore. Not complaining, uh, enjoying no. the, the hot weather. But, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a beautiful night. I'm excited about how the Ravens answer or um, – how they follow that crazy, impressive performance against a team that everyone – do you think there will be any national pundit that picks the Cardinals to win the game? <laughs> uh, maybe some joker. No, I don't think so. So how do they handle that? You know, like the difference right. of being, you know, the, the obvious and complete and total – uh, top dog. Uh, you just don't want to see the old trap game. That's all I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about. But clearly, no, the better team. Yeah. The only thing I'll say though is that I think that um, the I think that the Ravens. There would have been very few people that picked the Cardinals anyway. Even if the Ravens played differently in the in the Lions game, I think the Cardinals are just that bad yeah. of a football team. But I understand your point. Got to stay focused. They're still an NFL team, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the biggest thing is that. As much as this game could be, you know, is, is seemingly lopsided in a lot of ways, this is a big game for the Ravens because it's it's it can be it can serve as a momentum game, right? Like uh you now you've got this boulder up the hill. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta start now it's going downhill, but you gotta start pushing. You know, now it only takes one finger to push, but you still gotta push. You yep. know, and so um we need them to start start pushing a little bit. Uh, and mm-hmm. and continue to build on that momentum. That's what great teams do. So that's that's what they've got to do. Uh, so hey, it'd be I'm, nice I'm, if some of the North teams would lose too. I mean, holy dude, smokes! No, it's like, oh, the Ravens are gonna. Yeah, how are the man? First of all, how did we lose to the Steelers? I still hate that. I hate I it, know. dude. We're gonna Crazy. beat their brakes off when they come to Baltimore. I think so, but uh, I thought they would destroy them the first time. So what do I know? Yeah, yeah. Mm. anyway yeah of course we're gonna get into it like i said off the jump we're here for the preview we're here for you guys we're gonna get into health we're gonna get into players to look out for we're gonna have our breakout players of the game of course we're gonna go over our over-unders everything else under the sun and uh and and we're looking forward to it so let's start with this injury report glenn um let's yeah. pop this baby up and see what we got going on yeah now the one i was able to find uh didn't have fridays included yeah, uh, yeah. but I know, I know what it was, so uh, yeah. I can fill in those gaps. But as you can see here, good news after some guys weren't able to participate on Wednesday. Most notably, Roquan Smith popped up with a shoulder injury that, of yep. course, John Harbaugh was very tight-lipped about uh, and just referred to the injury report. But the good news is we've heard it from Roquan himself. He will be out there. He will be playing. Another guy who missed on Wednesday but returned Thursday and Friday as well is Keaton Mitchell. Uh, a lot of people were kind of disappointed to see him kind of tweak a hamstring in his first action as a pro, but looks like he'll be healthy enough to go out there and participate this weekend as well. Adafe Owe, that's, uh, I think he was the, he missed Friday's practice um, after getting in a limited session on Thursday. And then of course, Marcus Williams has already been ruled out with the Mm -hmm. the hamstring injury and the pec. Um, So really right now, the only definite absence is Marcus Williams, as far as I know. And then Adafi Owe, I think, is doubtful, which I don't think he'll play either, if I remember correctly. Um, 
let's see here. Yeah, I was just trying to pull up. It showed yeah, today's yeah, yeah. injury report. Hang on one. There we go. Only missed. Yeah. So just Adafe uh, and Marcus Williams are the only two at risk. But Adafe could play. Uh, but Marcus Williams isn't going to suit up. So no surprises, Jimbo, at least yeah. on, on uh, the Ravens side of things. Now let me just quickly pull back up. Here we go. The Cardinals side of things. Now they have some issues. You know, they, they, they were, I think they're hoping to get Jalen Thompson back this week. He's listed right now as questionable. Kyler Murray, Jimbo, is full participant off the injury report, but they're not going to activate him off the IR this week. So he yeah. will not be playing. What do you think? Were you? Well, he'll be playing Call of Duty or whatever. Not, not he plays. if his contract doesn't allow it, Jimbo. Yeah, whatever video game he plays these days. I don't know. I'm not a gamer, so I don't know. But yeah, I just like knocking Kyle Murray, Kyler Murray. But sorry, I totally cut off your question. What was your question? Well, about? I mean, were you concerned if because Kyler returned to practice last week yeah, as yeah, a yeah. full participant? There was a chance he could go this week. Doesn't look like they're going to activate him. Is that? Uh, are you relieved? Yeah, it doesn't make a difference to me. I'm, no, I'm, I no. I mean, he was a quarterback propped up by Lincoln Riley. I mean, oh man, yeah. I love that you have such strong opinions on all these guys, man. I yeah, no, I, I just okay. It. Kyler's an above average quarterback, but I think he his his. I, I mean, I don't think he. I just don't think he's Lamar Jackson when it comes to the impact. I'm not very many people are, but I don't think he's in that echelon of impactful type player. Sure, he's leaps and bounds above Dobbs, right? That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Even with one leg, I'm not going to sit here and disparage the kid. But no, one week off of his first week off of AC, off the ACL, he'd be running for his life anyway, right? So, like, why would you test the ACL this week? No, I, I mean, I completely agree. And I think on top of that, you're playing the number one defense in football, which also yeah, isn't idea. the welcoming party I think you want for your QB1. But uh, good for him for being healthy. Apparently, I listened to a bit of the presser from Coach Gannon. And he says he looks explosive coming out of the pocket and the arm mm -hmm. or the, you know, the ball's jumping out of his hand. So um, we'll see what, what the rest of the season has in store for him. I'll but just never like the Cardinals field. again. Sorry. I was never like the Cardinals again after the, remember the, the meme they put up Lamar Jackson. What was it? Oh yeah. Um, running back. Running they back. Him a running back again, yeah. again. Like this was before this season started when the schedule got released yeah, they they took a shot at Lamar. And and I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say that everyone's aware of that shot heading into this yeah. game. Right. Everyone on the team. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, yeah. You good luck with that, man. Yeah. Lamar Jackson is about to go off. Um, Tori Richard, guys, I hope you are doing great. I will be at the game Sunday as I'm a Phoenix native. Sadly, it's my sixth game in person and I'm on a four game win streak going to see them so let's hope i'm um, good luck for us nice yeah. well i don't think it's a sad thing to be a phoenix native i think it's all yeah. right i think there's yeah. a lot of people that like phoenix i'm not a fan myself but that's okay you know teachers <laughs> a lot of people that like it funny. i love that jimmy that was great i don't know if that was a compliment i don't know what that was no that there was are great. legitimately a ton of people it's not that so like bad phoenix. i hate it but hey no, i don't hate it i just don't like the idea of living in an oven for like that's i just true. can't the heat i can't bear it i just bear everyone's like oh well you're inside the ac i'm not an inside guy yeah i can't i i can't do it i just can't i've tried and i've spent some time down there and i just can't get used to it so it's just too much for me but a lot of people like it yeah you know yeah absolutely it is what it is. I, I think with four game win streak you you're good luck tori so yeah I'm man happy you are going. officially better luck than glenn
That's hey, wait a wait a minute. Well, what because is this? like, isn't it? Don't we have this thing going on where every time you win, we lose, and every time you oh, win, you're you talking win? about the competition, not yeah, when I attend like... games. Okay, yes, yes, we do have that thing going on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so but like, that has nothing to do with me attending games in oh, person. Oh, that's I true. Make sure that's true. You know, that's I got true. a pretty good record or a run going myself as far as. Well, actually, we did lose to the Steelers when I went last year. Yeah, and it was a death yeah. by a thousand paper cuts. Yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> so brutal. But yeah. shout out to Tori. That's awesome to get to go. Dude, wasn't that two years ago, by the way? Was it two years ago? Was that, Might have been. That, yeah, it was two years ago. It was ago. the last game of 2021? Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. You know? Man, time goes by so freaking Crazy, fast, man. dude. Uh, Masi says, D. Henry trade must be done. <laughs> It'll yeah, make the Ravens even this. better. Yeah, it's, uh, rumors are swirling. Um, and he'll prevent the Browns slash Chiefs from getting him. That's my fear. Eagles, best NFC team, and just add another piece. Yeah, they certainly did with uh, with, with Bayard. Yeah. And look, I don't want to see Derrick Henry go to one of the contenders either. Uh, but at the same time, I'm kind of in a weird place with Derrick Henry. Like, it, it, it's intriguing in the sense that I think about them two in the backfield, and it's it's – it's exciting, but I also understand that Ty J Spears is taking all the snaps as a receiver, mm -hmm. and he's not the first one to do it. Basically, that's his Derrick Henry's career is you sit down on third on obvious passing down. So he so you're, he's not going to replace what you're getting from Justice Hill, and he's not right. replacing Keaton Mitchell, and he needs a, a lot of carries to become effective. So basically, you're saying you don't want Gus Edwards anymore because he's going to take all of Gus's work if you trade for him. I don't know how the two could coexist because you have to have the receiving uh, of Justice Hill. What if Pete that was Mitchell. part of the trade? What Gus Edwards the... was part of the trade? I don't. I don't want Surprise, that to be the case. Man, I can't. I, mean, the I, I don't want that to be the case. Me. But I'm yeah. just saying that could be. I don't know. I'm just that'd be so the that only way they don't I have to it coexist. Making... It immediately fixes the problem, right? Like, yeah. But I can't imagine the Ravens trading Gus. Like that's their guy. Well, he's like, in a contract year. Their guy for somebody else's guy. Yeah. Like, what no. has Gus done but exceed right. everything? Every I mean? expectation. No, I'm like, with I, you as well. I just can't see the Ravens making that move. Yeah, no, I'm with you as well. But there's a lot of lot of uh, talk around the water cooler about this uh, this uh, trade scenario, and it, and it seems interesting. It could be the Ravens yep. also just upping the price on Derrick Henry, right? Or the Titans upping the price on everybody. That's true, too. Using the Ravens' name. But I did see Cole Jackson tweeted out that, it's not as much smoke in the castle as it is everywhere else. The Derrick Henry trade. Mm, That's what he's something, something roughly saying that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, we'll keep our eyes out for sure. Uh, but it's the only at this point significant trade that I've heard about, unless you've heard of others. Now, I did hear the Broncos are taking calls on Sertan. Man, that would be exciting. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Now that would get me up out my seat. That would be. You talk about adding strength. You know, you talk about the Eagles, what they did when they added Jalen Carter, made a strength even stronger. Well, mm -hmm. man, you can make a dumb number one defense a whole lot better. You get Sertain in the building. Yeah, but then what are you saying to Brandon Williams? <laughs> Brandon Williams. I was calling that Brandon Stevens. Uh, All right, you bud. It's funny. You said Brandon Williams, and I knew exactly who you were referring but you to. But um, you could always push Marlon. You could have all three of them on the field at once very easily. Yeah, very, very for easily. Sure. For you know, sure. It's more I mean, like what are you saying to Darby. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, probably the way the way Stevens is playing. Yeah, but yeah. you can never have too many too many talented corners. So, um, well, let me yeah, ask you really quickly though: Do you think a yeah. deal gets done? We're closer to Tuesday. Oh yeah, deal gets done. I just don't know. Who, I, I I can't. I the, the team doesn't have an obvious like area where I go. It has to be this. Excuse me, but if they can get, 
mean, I don't know, man. I, I, I think there's a lot of positions I wouldn't be mad at if yeah. I saw him get. Like receiver, I wouldn't be devastated, even though I don't think we need it. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad about a pass rusher, but again, I don't think we need it, especially if Oway is okay. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Shock me, EDC. Surprise me and make yeah. and, and make us all happy. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think a move will happen, but I'm not 100% sure what it is yet. Um, all right, let's keep this train moving here, Glenn. As you guys know, on Fridays, we break down these matchups, both offensively and defensively. We give you some names to look out for. We give you some stats to look out for, um, some keys to the game, breakout players, all the above. So we're going to get right into it, and that is the Ravens' uh, offense versus the Cardinals' defense. Of course, uh, the Cardinals' defense uh, has some names, but um, as always, my trusty colleague, uh, Glenn Martin, and I'm sure has some statistics for us. Now, I just want to say this. The Cardinals' defense, or the Cardinals in general, you guys know the record is what it is. Like, they're not mm-hmm. they're not surprising any, in that, like, they're not leading the league in the upper echelon in anything at this point. But this is still an NFL team. So talk to me about some stats. What any anything that you when you were looking at Glenn, you were like, hmm, this is better than I thought. Or is this all like defense? Oh, okay, this is what I expected. Yeah. Uh no, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. But I will say this to your point about it being the NFL, they have one win and they beat the yep. Dallas Cowboys. And that is a, hey. a quality team. So they can be mm. a quality team, but defensively, it's hard to see anything they're good at. So they give up 26 yeah. points a game. That ranks 26th mm. in the league. They give up mm. 368 yards a game. That's 28th in the league. Mm. They give up third down conversions at a 46.5% rate, which is 29th in the league. Rushing yards, they give up uh, 130.7 a game, 25th in the league. Passing yards per game, they give up 237 and a half. That's 23rd in the league. So they don't have anything outside of the bottom third. And most of their stats are the bottom five mm. defensively. So now they got some guys. You know, it's funny when I, when I always pull up, you know, teams, especially teams in the NFC where I'm not as familiar with their roster. I see guys that we talked about a lot, like in the pre, in the draft, you know, in, in draft buildup. And one name that jumped out. You remember when, Zaven Collins was everyone wanted Zaven to be a Raven because it rhymed. Uh, but he is leading them in sacks. So he, mm-hmm. he ended up being a heck of a player, small, school, small school kid, right? Like crazy uh, athletic. I'm going to look at cra- him up. Yeah, Hold definitely on. athletic. Let's see. He came out of, uh, uh, he came out of Tulsa. So yeah, yeah smaller school. small school, but he was the 16th pick in the draft. And I remember a lot of people wanted mm-hmm. Zaven Collins to be a Raven. Uh, but yeah, he leads their team with three and a half sacks. A couple other uh, big names. They get Buda <laughs> Baker back this year. Everybody knows Buda Baker, all pro safety. You know, he's been around, done, seen it all, done it all. Uh, he, he's obviously a heck of a player. I, everyone remembers him from being ran down by DK Metcalf on that that pick six opportunity. And DK hawked his ass down when everyone else would have stopped running uh, except mm-hmm. for DK. Uh, and then Kazir White is their leading tackler, but he's more than that. I mean, he, he, yeah, he by far leads their team in tackles, but he also yeah. has two sacks and a pick. So he's kind of a do-it-all linebacker. He, you know, he, he's certainly having a strong year for them. But, 
man, they, they don't have, I mean, Kayvon Wallace is a, a safety second on their team, but they don't have a lot of guys, Jimbo, that really scare you right now. They're definitely in a transition period as a franchise. That's a nice way to put it, Glenn. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we've been through it here with the Orioles. So we get it. We know where yeah, they're yeah. at. Oof. Now, are they going to be successful as the Orioles? I don't know. I mean, you know, you need to have a quarterback first, right? You got to have the captain of the ship. Um, That's right. But uh, nonetheless, look, they're going to trot out there, play. I'm, you know, they're going to, I know that Gannon wants them to play physical, wants them to play disciplined, wants them to play mm-hmm. fast, whatever the case may be. And there's guys out there playing for jobs. So look, they're going to, they're going to play hard and do what they can. I think the, you talked about being a trap game. The exciting game, the exciting thing for a team like the Cardinals right now is that this is like a Super Bowl, man. You go out there and you beat the Ravens. This is their this year's Super Bowl, right? You go out there and do something like that after they just took the head off of the Detroit Lions. So, um, def, definitely an opportunity for them, and they have to be cho- you know licking their chops if they're thinking, you know, if they're competitors, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But offensively, you know, I want to hold on real quick here. I have some Ravens stats to get into, and I'm sure that you yeah. guys um already know kind of what's going on but i, I want to point out a few things because and while i do glenn one of the things i want to mention is um i'm gonna pull these stats here but look out for obj right because yeah. he led our league and our league he led our team in receptions last week mm-hmm. does he have another big game in your opinion this week I mean, I think why not? He's the type of guy that a big game to me is it, it it's not what it used to be for him, right? Big game for mm-hmm. him in the in the mm-hmm. past was double digit catches, you know, triple digit yards and, and a touchdown or two. I don't think that's what we get, but what we get from him is when he makes plays, <laughs> he just he just juices up the whole team. You know, we talk about Roquan and what he's done for the defense. To some degree, OBJ's done that to the offense. You know what I mean? I, I'd like mm-hmm. to see him you know, kind of galvanize the guys when things aren't going well a little bit more if he's if he feels comfortable being that guy. But I tell you what, when he plays well, everyone else gets juiced up. So even even a, a handful of catches, it's it's more than that when it's OBJ getting them because Zay feeds off of his energy. OBJ, I mean, um, Bateman feeds off his energy. Lamar gets hyped when he plays well. So I just think uh, even if it's not a big game by his old standards, yeah, I think he's in for another similar game to, to last week. Mm, no, that's awesome. Um, I agree with you, though. I'm, I'm excited to see the trend of OBJ continue to arc in the, cor- in the correct direction for him in this offense and his involvement. But let's talk about it. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens offensively, it's crazy to me because it doesn't feel this way. But Lamar Jackson, Jackson quietly, if I'm not mistaken and my math is right, he could get really close to a thousand yards again this year, rushing oh, on the ground for sure. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. He's leading our team in rushing, but it doesn't feel that way. Now it's incredibly close with him and Gus. He's at three sixty three, averaging over five a carry. Uh, well, Gus is only averaging four a carry. Um, at three forty six. Uh, so they're close, but it feels like this is the quietest three sixty three that Lamar has had this year. I feel like a lot of his damage has been in the in the red zone, which is good. That's mm-hmm. where we want it, right? It's where he's yep. most dangerous. But as of right now, Lamar's also, you know, at a 71% com- uh, completion percentage, averaging 230 a game. Uh, and uh, look, he's already compiled 1,600 yards. I don't know if he gets 6,000 this year. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, Lamar is Lamar and, and playing super well. So we're excited about it. But uh, I obviously talked about OBJ. Um, mm-hmm. Just a couple other things to, to point out here. Man, I didn't realize this. We have one, two, three, four four guys 
averaging double digits per per catch and these are not all of them have over well some of them have lower have a lower amount of receptions but like OBJ is averaging 11 Nelson 13 Mark 12 and Zay 11 that's you talk about a well-rounded mm-hmm. offense oh, but yeah. you know who's averaging the most Oh, I, I'm looking at Gus Bugatti, baby. That's right, Gus Bugatti, 23 <laughs> yards. Yeah. But no, I think that's a pretty cool stat. That kind of popped out of me just, just going over it. Um, but look, mm. speaking of speaking of yardage, Zay could also get up to that a thousand yard mark oh, this year. Sure. I mean, I think that's that's it's got to be exciting for him unless he takes a mm-hmm. you know a, a dive. Um, hey, you know, they're not going something. No, and his productivity. I mean, okay, not like okay. an injury or anything. If his productivity okay. All right. obviously All right. just, just drops off. But um, yeah, uh, Mark, Mark's already halfway to double digit touchdowns. It's ridiculous, just a machine. But mm-hmm. this offense, you guys know, you're Ravens fans, it's the Ravens channel, has a lot of ways they can beat you, spreads the ball out, has mm-hmm. been running the ball effectively, and also uh, you know, scheming guys open. Really, my question to you though, Glenn, is this. What can they do in this game to improve, you know, to take the next steps? You stand on the shoulders of this last Mm -hmm. win. What can they do offensively for you to say, okay, this is something that I didn't feel like they were doing before. Check it off the box. Now they're doing this. Like, where do they go from here after such a dominating uh, performance? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Todd Munkin talked about it. it. He mentioned that you can't, it's great that Lamar Jackson has those abilities to go off script or ad lib. Yeah. I think he mentioned it, but as an offensive coordinator, you can't count on Lamar Jackson buying nine seconds of time in the pocket to find a guy open. Who's done, you know, ran, he's now not running his route. He's now off script and he's scrambling. Like <laughs> the, the Nelson Aguilar touchdown isn't something as an offensive coordinator, Todd Munkin can count on happening all the time. So while it was a great play, I think, that play overall has a lower chance of being uh, sustainable because if they had any pass rush effective, they could have, you know, could have totally changed that whole play, which could have changed the game. So I think the big thing is getting the ball out more in rhythm instead of mm-hmm. asking Lamar. And again, he will always have moments in every game where he just turns, you know, to puts the cape on, right. But you don't want to have to rely on him putting the cape on. I think what's ideal is that it, he doesn't have to scramble around and buy all that time for a guy to get open. The guy's open in rhythm on in time on time. And we don't need nine seconds to get a guy open. So I, I, that's what I'm looking for is just quicker, you know, get the ball to your hands quicker. Don't stand back there. Now the offensive line might do just as good a job this week or better because they're, they're, they're facing less talent. Uh, but they had a fantastic game plan for Detroit. So I just don't think you can count on all the ad lib stuff that Lamar Jackson uh, was yeah. able to do. So let's just get back into, into a better rhythm. And I think, I think Todd will be a little happier. And I think Kurt Warner like will it. be a little happier too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kurt Warner. That's a good point. Uh, the other thing I want to mention that DK brought up really quickly before we get to Deet's question is, does it concern you that the wide receivers only have three touchdowns on the season? Oh yeah. Um, I guess so. I mean, I know. I mean, does it concern me? Well, they only have three pass catchers have touchdowns. Zay has one, Nelson has two, mm-hmm. and Mark has five. Nobody <laughs> else has one as a receiver. But uh, so, does it concern me? <sighs> I guess so. Maybe you like to see it spread out a little more. But Mark is our best red zone guy. So, do I want him to stop throwing to Mark and start throwing the other guys? No, not really. 
So I don't know. What do you think, Jimbo? I mean, yeah, I'm not at this point. I'm not super nervous about it because it's just about getting the ball to your best guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just about getting, getting the ball to your best guys. And like, let's not, Oh shoot. Our wide receivers only like, I don't think Munkin does this. He's like, Oh no, we need to get our pass cat. Our, our wide receivers more involved in the red zone. Um, let's, let's force feed them right now. Well, until they can, until they can stop us, why do something different? I, I think that we have the talent out there. Um, the one thing I'll say is this. I've been a bit disappointed by, I was excited about OBJ because of his ability to catch the ball in the red zone. Mm. His ability to be a one, to, to take guys one-on-one in a man, in a man-to-man situation and in a small space because of his athletic ability, because of his, you know, he's not the biggest guy, but he's got incredible hands. He's got incredible leaping ability, incredible body control. So I feel like him catching the ball with somebody draped all over him is he's he's one of the best ever we've seen do it. Mm-hmm. I, not that we need to see that, but I would like to see a little bit more of that because I think he's one guy that can come in big for us when teams do shut down Mark. You know, program schematically they take Mark out of the picture, and Lamar has to get somebody the ball in the red zone, even if he doesn't look open. Like let's grease the skids on that so Lamar and and OBJ kind of like already know what each other are thinking. I would like to see that a little more. But also, I say that, I don't want them to force feed him either. So you got to kind of walk that line. But that is one aspect of the red zone mm-hmm. that I, I'd like to see a little bit more of. Because really, that's why I think he's worth $18 million. Yeah, and that could be something we see as the season goes on. They did give him a shot against Joey Porter. Yeah. Maybe fade routes aren't the preferred route uh, yeah. against the 6-4 corner. But, um, yeah, I, I agree. I think he he it would be nice to see him more – Involved. Adit says, could the Henry interest be smokescreen for someone like Jacobs, Antonio Gibson, Javante Williams, or Dalvin Cook? Well, I can tell you what. I don't want Antonio Gibson. I don't want Javante Williams. I don't want Dalvin Cook. I mean, I'd be I'd be okay with Jacobs, I guess, but it would have to be very cheap because I don't think they want to sign him to an extension. So how much are you going to give a guy for a running back? How much are you going to give a team for a running back that you're only going to have for half a year? So I would say I don't want any of those guys. I'll keep our guy. I definitely don't want Antonio Gibson. Heck no. He stinks. Dalvin Cook is spent. Man, and and Antonio Gibson came out hot, remember? I know. I used and to lie. You, I, I remember you nice. like you brought yeah. him up. Yeah. Like you were like, dude, but this he, kid. He disappoints me, man. He fumbles way he got too the yips, much. Man. Yeah, man. He fumbles way too. And Javante Williams, he's he's not even commanding carries in a backfield with against when he's going up against uh Samaj P Ryan and a rookie McLaughlin. So now nah, I don't want him. Uh, Jacobs is the only guy I would consider, but again, it would have to be very, very cheap. Yeah. And I mean, I could see the, the, I could see them doing this, but um, the, the Raiders doing this, but man, how, how many more times are they going to dismantle this team? I know, man. You know what I'm saying? You get they rid need of, of Devonte, dude, because that, that poor guy's wasting his yeah. final years of greatness. Right. No, I, I, I couldn't agree. He's going to end up with the jets next year somehow. Some way, somehow, he'll be on I the Jets next that. year. Because A Rod might be back this year. Yeah, hey, that's with, true. With that Shoot. crazy surgery. Maybe dude. Dobbins is back. Yeah, man. Hey, they got the same one, dude. They're rehabbing together. It's crazy stuff. Did you man. see him throwing the ball around just nonchalantly? Yeah. yeah. You couldn't even tell which leg he had the surgery on. It's nuts, man. Dude, superhuman. Yeah. It's that ayahuasca, son. Hey. <laughs> eh? I've tried that stuff. What? Yeah. No, the hell you have not tried ayahuasca. You have. Ask Tanya. Where? Here at the house. 
No, you're mistaken. Ayahuasca. I'm not mistaken. We can what? talk about it off air. It's probably a better idea. My mom yeah. might be watching. Yeah, I think so. Um, but that shocks me if that's the case. Um, but anyway. Yep. Find out on. Jimmy's got a problem. Um, oh, no, no. It was just, you know, <laughs> some enlightenment. That's all. I got you. Yeah, hey man. Open up some some different windows to a whole other reality. My chakras, dude. dude. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, going up against, so yeah. you, you know, you kind of got a, you kind of got an idea. I mean, this is defense oh, yeah. is not playing well. What what's your key to the game? Who's going to be your breakout player? Yeah. So my key to the game is real simple. Like, just don't get cute. Let's not. Munkin likes cute sometimes. And, and we saw, we've seen it in the red zone a couple times. We've seen mm-hmm. some goofy plays in the backfield. Like, let's just get out, jump on their, jump on their throats early and, uh, and, uh, and get this game over with, right? Like this is a, an NCAA tournament, 16, one seed matchup. Like, yeah. let's just get out on them early, you know? So that, mm-hmm. that, so mine is play clean. It's really that simple. Let's just not get cute and play clean period. I like it. I yeah, like and, my, it. Okay. and I'll tell you, my breakout player is Zay Flowers. You know why my breakout player is Zay Flowers? Because because Marquise best. Brown's going to be there. Oh, so they're going to show him. Oh, uh, so you don't. You mean they won't just highlight um, Linderbaum? That's who <laughs> yeah, we got. They're going to they're going to split him out wide. <laughs> Let's find a way to get Linderbaum involved in the. In, Did in you this imagine play? they split him out wide? Like, hey, hey, that kid's athletic enough. Um. All he's got to do is report report as eligible, and then sneak him out on a little pattern, dude. Get on the rock. No, they'll they'll get him on a little tush push. How, that's how they'll hire. There you him. go. There yeah. you go. Going on a little tush push, but yeah, I think Zay Flowers because he's gonna be like, you know, it's like the first time that Lamar is going to the dance with Zay, yep. and his ex is gonna be there, and They're Zay's gonna be like, the new hotness we got. That's right. You know, Zay's going to spend an extra 30 minutes primping and prepping. Yeah. Ready to go. And he's going to ball out. Dude. Nine, 100. That's right. That is absolutely right. Yeah. Yep. No, I think you're right, though. I do think he will be featured. I, I'll tell you this. <laughs> if you guys are gamblers and want to go to BetUS and, and yep. use promo code 410 to get a match, 125% of your initial deposit, I would do the over on all things Hollywood as well. I think they're going to do a, a, a great job of trying to get that guy a ton of targets, ton of, ton of looks. So uh, if you're taking the over on prop bets, take Hollywood on the over, because even if they don't do well, he's going to have 15 targets because they're going to want to try and make it look like we won the trade, not you with the all pro center that you got for him. Um, but yeah, anyway, all right. Well, my key to the game, Jimbo, something was pretty interesting about last week is, in our first, we started off the we started off the game absolutely on fire, right? Like could not, couldn't see, seemingly couldn't do anything wrong. A touchdown, mm-hmm. touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Well, in doing that, in that in that time, we converted four of our five third down opportunities during those uh, four touchdown drives to start the game. And the one that we did not convert, we ended up converting fourth and one. The very following play, that was when Lamar Jackson walked it in on the on the uh, the fake to Gus, and he walks it in behind Ronnie Stanley on the left side. So, in their first four all touchdown drives, they converted basically converted every single conversion, whether it be third down or fourth down. Mm-hmm. After that, they went over four on third down, and we saw a major, you know, kind of it just stopped after that crazy, you know, first three quarters. So 
Mine is just you got to convert third downs early and 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 turn those early those early drives into points because that just totally took the Lions out of the game when they did that. They they went right down the field. Mm-hmm. They converted when they had to. They didn't have a lot of fir- uh, third down opportunities. A lot of it they were just first and second down. They're picking up first. But if they are faced with third down mm. early on, convert it. I don't want to see these early drives stalling like we have in weeks past where we can't get into a rhythm. Our defense starts to get tired out. We give teams that shouldn't stand a chance more hope. And just put just step on their throat early. Convert the, just like you did last week. Convert those third down opportunities early, like and it'll it. lead to early points. And then my breakout player is Gus Edwards. I think he's going to get opportunities at the goal line. I think I'll have two touchdowns. Not a ton of yards, about 48 48 yards, 50 yards, but two tutties. I like it. Go 57. 57 right. yards. I'm writing it down. 57. 57 yards, two touchdowns. No, I like it. And I like your breakout player. I think it's man, I'm I'm exciting. This, this is gonna be a fun game. I'm excited. Uh mm-hmm. as long as this doesn't become a tragic scene. Hey Jimbo, this is interesting. Quick stat from last week because it seemed like they did such a good job, the offensive line. They did, it kept them clean. But also, interestingly enough, Lamar Jackson set the record since this has been tracked. This stat's been tracked since 2009. The most passing yards under duress in a single game. Hmm. Previous record was Pat Mahomes in 2018. He threw for 205. Get this. Didn't just beat the record. Again, Pat Mahomes, 205. Lamar Jackson on Sunday, 246. Mm. Broke the record by 41 yards Mm. in most passing yards under duress in a single game. I mean, he destroyed the record. So, man, Lamar played his ass off. Did he not? Yeah, no, he absolutely did. I mean, trust me, I was front and center for it. I picked him third overall in our fantasy draft. So I need off now. Uh, Yeah, it's about time. (laughs) It's about time. I'm coming back, dude. Him and Cooper Cup are going to save me, bro. Second half of the season, let's go. Anyway, that's here. Dude, Dalvin Cook is washed, guys. He's trash. Yeah, he's washed. Yeah, it's just not worth it. Um, It's washed. Yeah, I agree. Look at who, look at what he's doing. I know you guys are thinking about the old Dalvin. Look what he's done this year. Yeah. It's not good. But anyway, let's get into no. the other side of the ball here. Yeah, let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So let's talk about their offense against this number mm-hmm, one mm-hmm. defense here in Baltimore. Um, all right. So offensively, of course, you got to worry about Marquise Brown. Leads their team in catches. Do you have leads to worry them- about him? I, I think Marlon disagrees. No, that was a false. That was a false quote. He did not say that. Somebody making some stuff up. Uh, but no, he definitely, he leads their team in receiving touchdowns, receptions, receiving yards. He leads their team in every receiving category. So, of course, you got to look look after him. Uh, you also got to make sure you keep eyes on Michael Wilson, their second receiver, who's second in virtually every receiving category. They're running back and Mary DeMarcado, who is now filling in for an injured James Conner, who should be back in a few weeks, and then also injured Zach Ertz. Filling in for him is Trey McBride, uh, who's also had a pretty damn good season, even when Ertz has been in there. Uh, but Jimbo, let me tell you a little bit of something about their offense, uh, because it's it's a lot like their defense, Jimbo. Um, 18 points per game, 24th. 319 yards a game, that's 19th. They convert third downs 39.5% of the time, 18th in the league. <laughs> They are, uh, let's see, they average, oh, now this is where they, this is where they're, okay, you talk about a bright spot. They can run the ball, but a lot of that was with James Conner. But overall, they're sixth in the league, averaging 139 rushing yards per game. And I will say this about Josh Dobbs. I think he leads the league 
in quarterbacks with 20 plus yard runs. He's got a lot of big chunk runs this year, hmm. Josh Dobbs. So he's also influencing their top six rush attack. So they can run the ball. Now, passing is not as good. They're 21st, I'm sorry, 28th in the league, averaging 180 yards passing a game. So it's clear, Jimbo, that they have to run the ball in order to find success offensively. And that's tough sledding against the Ravens. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. This is a damn good Ravens defense, Jimbo. Yeah, and if, you're, if your bright spot of your offense is Josh Dobbs running for 20-plus yards, <laughs> because he's not going to – he's not – I mean, he's not Lamar Jackson. He's certainly not faster or more athletic, in my opinion, than Roquan Smith or Patrick Queen. Uh, shoot, Justin Metabike for that for that matter. So that's or Jadavian Clowney. I would argue that Jadavian Clowney beats Josh Dobbin in a foot race. Yeah, probably. So uh, it's probably just because yeah. people are sleeping on him so much. So like he's not right. going to run. Well, and I wonder when those runs can't come because are they? Are, is it you know the defense is so set far back because they're playing ahead. That like, you know, there's nothing Maybe but green that. grass in front of you. It's like, all right, whatever, dude. Yeah. You know, we'll give you but that. Be shocked just... if he if he breaks one off for a couple, right. but we have a very fast defense. Very fast. Everywhere is fast. Yeah. So I'm 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 not worried about it at all. It's this is one of the games that's uh hard for me, like to get amped for. But also I'm excited for because I focus on different things. I, I get in the finer detail, right? Like obviously we need to win, but once you realize the the game is is at a place where the Ravens are going to win. You need to start looking for fine attention to detail, ways we can find ways to use this game to improve. Like, you remember, look, it's like the greats, right? Wasn't there a game that Jordan came? No, Bird came out and played left-handed the whole game. Yeah. like Dominated. Just, yeah, so I think, like, there's other things that the Ravens, I'm not <laughs> saying they need to play left-handed. My point is that there are things we can do to turn this into a learning experience and not just an experience where you're like, hey, I'm the big kid in the neighborhood, so I'm just going to dunk on everybody's head. Like, what do you learn from that? Nothing, you know. Mm -hmm. So let's go out there and and win and learn at the same time. Uh, so and by the way, Jimbo, just to let you know, the Ravens are first in points mm -hmm. per game defense. It's gonna be a first serious point. It's gonna be a problem for them. Second in yards, they're first in uh, in yards per play. Uh, they are. Let's see, rushing. They're fifth against the run as far as yards per game, and they're first against uh, the pass. So, yeah, it's not, it, it, it's going to be a long, long after. Tell me, okay, because, all right, Glenn, I'm going to give you five seconds. Yeah. Okay. To think about this, mm -hmm. but I want you to give me your best speech. If you're Gannon. Yeah. What are yeah. you saying to this team? Like put, put the game face on Glenn. What are you, mm. what are you saying to him? like, how I'm do you say, look, boys, we're playing with house money. Everyone, even our own fans, expect us to lose this game. So what do we have to lose but to go out there and play our asses off? Sure, they may beat us. But, you know, I mean, I don't know what the hell he's going to say, Jim. But honestly, sure, they may beat us. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he has to He has to be thinking we, we have to get lucky. Like, there, there's yeah. – and, and, and I think the luck will only be Dude, found I got on the other side. Let you see that? Dude, goosebumps. No, I didn't get goosebumps, bro. But it was no, good. I liked it. No, but what I'm saying, like, your chances of getting lucky against this defense are way less than getting lucky yeah. against. Like, our offense has had moments where the mesh point isn't right. Mm -hmm. Maybe the ball gets on the ground. Mm -hmm. Like, there's things the offense has shown, like, man, you know, maybe they'll mess up. But the yeah. defense, it's so hard. I mean, teams pack their defense, man. Mm -hmm. It's it's just going to be hard for them to move the ball. So, 
they're going to need an awful lot of help, Jimbo. Yeah. Yeah, I think same vein. I think I would just say, guys, job number one is let's not beat ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because if we make our own mistakes, there's no chance we're going to beat that football team. <laughs> Dude, I love your key to the game. That's well, oh. so disrespectful. Is it? Dude, that is so disrespectful. Oh, bro. yeah, that is. <laughs> but look, honestly. That's rude. I'm sorry. My key to the game is stay healthy. <laughs> because we have different aspirations than the than the than the so Arizona rude. Cardinals. Look, it's like this, dude. I'm gonna tell you. Look, you see, I told you guys, I told you how to spill before the show. This is the peanut see the evidence of peanut butter on yep. my shirt. Yep. Golly I, day. That's nice that you um dressed up for the show, Jimmy. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> I actually did put nice. this shirt on for the show, and then my son got peanut butter on it. Anyway, but what I want to say, it's like this, dude. Think about this. So you're doing really good. Everything's going well. And then you decide, you know, everything's going well in life. You decide to go and do something reckless. Let's say skydiving. Uh, yeah, sure. It doesn't have to be that reckless. Let's go say play b- basketball with some people who think they're playing for their livelihood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? And you come back and you come home and you got a, you got a jacked up knee. You got a shoulder. that doesn't work well for the next six months. Like you had different aspirations than the people you're playing basketball with, right? Or mm-hmm. soccer or football or whatever. Like this but guy's I'm, trying way too hard over here. You know what I'm saying? Like at oh, some yeah. point, I've it's like, there. okay, let's just go there, have a good time and stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Because Take care of each other. Two different aspirations for these teams. So at defensively, mm-hmm. we can't afford injuries. Offensively, we can't afford injuries as a team. But certainly, stay healthy, defense. That is a disrespectful key, but I'm not taking so it back. I'm not, I'm not taking well, it back. Look, I'll, I'm going to tell you this. The, the, what they want to do is they want to run the ball, and then they want to play action and try and hit chunk plays. Okay, mm-hmm. that's, what, that's what they're going to try and do. They're going to try and hit Marquise Brown deep, deep down the field. You know, they're, they're going to throw to Trey McBride. They're going to throw to Michael Wilson. They're going to try and get chunk plays based off play action and hope that that play action fake buys them enough time to do so. Now, here's the problem. They're not going to have enough time to do it. Right. So what they're going to have to do is rely on yak yards. And I will say this, Marquise Brown, he's got, he's got over 100 yards of yak, which I don't think he ever hit that when he was a Raven. So... Uh, that's nice to see, but they got guys. I mean, Rondell Moore's got 95 yards of yak. Michael Wilson's yep. got 78. McBride's got 88. So they got guys that can they can move with the ball in their hands. DeMarcado's the same way. So my whole thing is, I don't think they'll have time to do the deep play action game. But so I think they'll they'll go to get the ball out of his hand quick route and hope that guys can can make guys miss in space and turn a short play into a long gain. And, and if we tackle how we've been tackling all year. They just have no shot at that. So that's my key is just tackle in space and limit the yak yards because I think that's going to be their only way they can move the ball. Unless, I, I, like, I can't imagine them running the ball well, even though so far this season they've they've done it well, yeah. albeit with James Conner, and he's mm-hmm. not in the game. But they have to run the ball to set up their play-action game or they have no chance of moving the ball. Man, Yeah. I get, that's a great point. That's certainly a bit more astute than mine. I'll give you that one. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'll give you my 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 defensive my defensive uh, breakout player of the game. It's gonna be it's gonna be Kyle Hamilton. It's gonna like be it. Kyle Hamilton because the last time we played a pretty low quality quarterback, no knock on Josh Dobbs. Man, it really feels like I'm destroying the Cardinals today, and I don't mean to, but it is what it is. Just kicking them while they're down, Jim. Sorry, guys. Sorry. But you remember Gardner Minshew? 
I mean, they beat us, so I can't even say anything, you know, too much. Poor Tutties last week. Man, they the could Browns. not figure out how to stop Kyle Hamilton. No. And and I think there's gonna they're gonna have the same issues here. And I think Kyle's gonna go off. I'm looking forward to it. Wait, didn't you pick Kyle Hamilton the last week? Yep. 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 Or maybe the week before yeah. um, in London when he got thrown out. Actually, I did take him last week because he got thrown out in London. I took him again. Yeah. I'm gonna go Kyle Van Noy, Jimbo, because this uh, guy two Kyles, dude. Dude, yeah, off the couch university, this guy has been, I think, so much more than the Ravens could have even dreamed he would be when they signed him, If, or else they would have signed him a whole hell of a lot earlier. This guy has been absolutely incredible. I think he'll continue to get his legs under him and only get stronger and only get better. Uh, and, and I think this game, he really takes advantage of kind of a weak offensive line and a team that, again, I think is going to try and hold the ball for a little while to create some big plays. And Van Noy is going to make the most of that time. Mmm, I like it. I like that. Uh, Kyle Van Noy is the only BYU player that has my approval. So, um, ah, okay, nice. I, right. I, I like him. I don't mind Kyle Van Noy. Never have. Nice. Um, okay. Part of it is because he knows his place. I mean, he knows is after Lamar did to him. Is that no, what it no? Is? I mean, like he knows who the better school is. Oh, here we like, go. He knows. Here he knows. We go. Well, it's clear. It's clear. But he knows. Like he's he's objective, right? Like he knows. He knows. So I respect him for having the objectivity. Um, JL says the Ravens, not too many people in Utah have objectivity. Um, JL says the Ravens are going to beat the chiefs in the AFC championship game in front of Taylor Swift and Kyle Hamilton will lock Kelsey down. Book it. Hoo-yah. Yeah. I, like I don't it. even think they'll still be together by the time the AFC championship rolls around. Let's be honest. She's already going to be writing the album about him by the time the AFC championship comes around. Making okay. Billions off of That's him. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, hey, good for them. I hope they make it. Uh, but I would love to see the look of disappointment on their face when Lamar Jackson and the Ravens break their hearts I'll, in Kansas City, which is yeah. where it's looking to be right now. But we'll be surprised if the Ravens get a get a home game. Yeah. Now, I my opinion is that you're going to want to be broken up for sure prior to the game because as long as Taylor Swift is hanging around, the NFL wants to – bleed that that uh wants to milk that uh storyline for all it's got they want them chiefs out there playing he's playing he's playing every time she's there sure he puts up crazy numbers dude sure i mean he puts up crazy numbers when she's not there but i don't know maybe look andy reads a person too he's like look i got you bruh i'm gonna make you look like i'm gonna make you look even better since you got the wifey up in the stands you know what i mean yeah i guess so I guess no, but, well, I really am not scared of the Chiefs as they're presently constituted. I think the Ravens are a buzzsaw, man. They are a heck of a football team. We keep playing the way that we are. So look out is all I got to say. Uh, all right, let's get oh, into it we, to end the show. Did we mention that comment? Did I? Even, oh, did sorry, we, sorry. Who did? Let's see. Oh, we did? Okay. Was sorry. that JL's? Still? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. But the, it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for our weekly segment, a.k.a. Domination for one, James Haskell. Oh, here it here is, the competition leader. That's right. Um, but we're here. We're here for the over under, and it is brought to you by our over under is only possible because of our great partner BetUS. Guys, get in on the bets, make yourself some money. Just like Glenn said, BetUS got prop bets, in game bets, uh, season long bets, uh, all kinds of bets. Any kind of bet you want, uh, they're they're there for you, and they're legal in the state of Maryland. Um, so, yeah, DK, you can throw those images up if you want. But go to BetUS, use promo code 410, 
Uh, and uh, let's see what we got here. Yeah, here's some spreads. Glenn, talk to me about this. Where, where, where are you going on these? Yeah, I mean, look, it's always scary taking any team that has that big of a favorite. I mean, a nine-point favorite is... Bullshit. Oh, I like it. Okay, Jimbo. But I will say this. I think I like the under in the total. And I like the under because I don't think the Cardinals are going to be bringing much to the party. So if I okay. had to take anything, I would say take the under in the 44.5 total. Uh, but look, if you're feeling bullish, I wouldn't be shocked to see the Ravens win by nine. I just get nervous about taking anyone who's you know a nine a nine point favorite because this is the NFL and crazy things happen. We see end game touchdowns that make it look a lot more respectable mm-hmm. than it should have been. So if I was taking anything on this one, I'd go under the total of forty four and a half. Mm. All right, fair enough. Well, I'm going over. You'll see that in our tiebreaker. Okay. Uh, I'm going just so you think over. the Cardinals are going to light us up, huh? No, no. I think it's go- 45 points. I think the Ravens win 35-10. Uh, <laughs> so just okay. like you said, I think they have three for a long time until they get a touchdown there at the end. Okay. I like it. Um, but yeah, take the, take the, or sorry, um, check out the, the link in the description or go to bet us, use the promo code. Uh, we have some other graphics here. This is an interesting one too. All right, DK, let's throw this one up here. These are AFC divisional North odds. I like mm-hmm. as of right now. Book it. Yes. Do it. Take the money and run, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, yeah, go check it out. Look, we got some intriguing stuff going on with BetUS, and it's a really easy uh, way to support the show uh, here. You know, it, it makes you guys money, and uh, and it's a lot of fun to do with you. So go check it out, BetUS, and uh, use the promo code 410. Use the link in the description. All right, let's get into this over-under competition. I would like my domination to continue. DK, what is the first one? Hmm. Lamar Jackson. Hmm. Completions. 20 and a half. Last week, he got 21. Glenn, what say you, kind sir? Did I say over here? You can change it. That's fine. I'll win on the first one. (laughs) Did I say over? No way. I'm under. I did say over. It's- and you know what? I'm going to stick to it because yeah. I, I, I don't want to change it. Um, I, I think they go. I think he goes barely. I, I, what, I, what I'm impressed with this year, I mean, his completion percentage has jumped a crazy amount from his career, even last year, even his best year, to what he's doing this year. And I know that a lot of that, you know, there's some short passes in there, people trying to take, you know, shots at him. But I think, to me, it's, it's a combination of Munkin's new offense and then just Better weapons, and Lamar Jackson just continues to get better. So I think because of his increased completion percentage, it leads to total completions of at least 21. Yeah, I think 21 21 is – I think 20 and a half is a low bar. I know he had 21 last week, but uh, I think Lamar Jackson will have over. I picked over as well. And I'll tell you why. This offense is – so have you ever heard the saying – or I'm going to back it up just for a second. I won't be too long-winded, but you ever been driving down the street and you hear a Lamborghini like you're going 30 or 40? You hear one of those things like down Never seen a Lamborghini. Yeah, right. You hear one Not of those – person. You've never seen a Lambo in real life? Glenn. Not driving. Maybe at like a car show. you never like seen a Lambo on the road? Never. Or what you about – I'm in Baltimore. All right, look. You had a nice the Lambos car. are cr- – Think about this, I had right? a nice car, but So I, you, you think know. about the Subi, right? The Lambo, yeah. Yeah, but if you think about the Subi even, we'll even go there. Okay, You right. downshift. It's like not enjoyable for that car. It doesn't enjoy going slow. Am I right? No, no. It oh, it, to, it's working yeah. best when you are yep. going fast. That's how this offense is. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. even – it's not going to be one of those things where we get up early and we just start pounding the rock. We're going to get up early, and we're just going to keep scoring. That's when the offense just works well. 
Mm-hmm. And and so I think that for that reason, no, you're right Jackson, though. It was harder to drive my SDI slow. slow. Yeah, yeah, it's not made yeah. for it. No, no. Once to get when up, you drive get fast, you fall asleep because it's like, I'm like, I'm like, was I going that fast, officer? Yeah, didn't Damn feel it. like it. It sure didn't feel like it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So man, that being that said, part. Lamar Jackson is going to keep chucking the rock around the field and get over 20. So that was a long winded okay. way to say over. All right, let's go to the next one. You By the way, DK team. says under only person oh. to say under of us in the, in the oh, show DK. here. Um, DK, next DK, one, DK. uh, the, 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 the receptions leader for the Ravens over under six and a half catches last week. Like you mentioned, excuse me, Odell was our leader with five. So what do you yep. think Jimbo? Yeah, I'm going under here. The reason I'm going under is because I think because offensive players will be so open that Lamar is going to so easily be able to distribute the ball to various people. It's not just going to be uh, concentrated on one guy. So I'm going to go um, under on this one. Yeah, I think I everyone's agree. getting touches. Yeah, I mean, they had nine like pass Oprah catchers. There. Last week, they had nine different players catch a ball. So yeah, under. And uh, DK agrees. So we all go under with that one. All right. I would have been interesting to see if he would have put that at like five and a half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. May have changed some opinions here. Mm-hmm. But all right. So we all agree under. Next one we have Cardinals yards per offensive play. Uh, the Ravens on on the season give up an average of 4.1 to opposing offenses. DK puts it at 4.4 over under. Under, baby. Even though there's going to be some moments where we're playing off and everyone talks about McDonald, him playing off, playing soft middle field, whatever, whatever. It ain't happening in this game. It ain't happening in this game. You talked about it. You're just not going to have the time. Mm-mm. I just think Dobbs isn't going to have the time. And I, I think it's if the average for the Ravens is 4.4, that means against an average offense, it should be 4.1. Or 4.1, excuse me. It should be 4. So that means that a below average offense is going to have less than four, less than the average that the Ravens already give up. So I'm Agreed. going under. Yeah, I say sub four per play on this Ooh. game. Sub four. Ooh. Three nine. Three nine. Dude, if DK comes out and wins this game, with the wins, dude. dude, he's going to not only win, he will. He trounces us. I mean, yeah, every he's going he, over disagrees. On this one. he disagrees. He disagrees. Everything we have yeah. to say. Yeah. Um, Good point. Man, DK said in the chat, no garbage time? Question mark. Yeah. That's I get true. it. I get it because it'll bring the average up. But yeah, I don't think that's we true. bout it, DK. I don't think we bout it. Nah, they year. smell blood in the water and they just, mm-hmm. they just, when they, no garbage yards this game. They're that's just going right. to keep the pedal to the metal. I've been talking about it. I saw it on Twitter finally. Coach Yost out there. They are not going to gain another yard. That's, that's right. right I love finally it. saw um, it out there. All right. All right. Next one Cardinals first downs. DK puts the over under at 17 and a mm. half first downs <laughs> last week. The Ravens defense allowed 18. Yeah, we a clean sweep on this one. We all went under. All of us went under. <laughs> now they did allow 18 last week in a dominating effort. Yeah. And and I swear, I think they only had like single digit yards in the first half or something ridiculous, right? So now they are able to do some things explosively. They mean the lions that the Arizona Cardinals just can't do. So, well, I will, you know. I will say this Jimbo. I think it's more likely if they move the ball, that they do so in chunks. Like I don't see them putting yeah, yeah. together a okay. 12 play drive That's where they rack point, up too, yeah. five first downs. So I think the way they score, if they do is chunks, which means not a lot of first downs. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. So, I, I mean, we all went under. Yep. 
All right, let's go to the next one. And the last one here before our two tiebreakers. No, this is the first tiebreaker. Oh, sure. That was the fourth one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Total score over under. Of course, this is our first tiebreaker if there happens to be a tie in the first uh, four. Uh, 44 point, 44 and a half points, excuse me, is the, the over under. Uh, I, of course, am the only one that went over. I think the Ravens win 35 to 10. Uh, Glenn, what say you, sir? Yeah, I say under, I say under, I say 31 to 10. So both mm-hmm. of us having them, you know, a pretty handle victory, but mm-hmm. I think, uh, you just, you just had them beaten a little bit worse than I do. Mm-hmm. DK mm-hmm. says under though, he agrees with me. And I think all of us are predicting the Cardinals aren't bringing a lot to the party. It's going to be all Ravens juicing this score up. This isn't mm-hmm. going to be mm-hmm. much participation mm-hmm. or we're going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot of pissed off Ravens fans in this show after the game. But last tiebreaker, total yards for the Ravens closest to the pin. I think, and you know what? I'm glad this worked out the way it did because I'm the low man. 330 is what I'm predicting. 330 yards. Uh, what do you think, Jimbo? Yeah, I'm going 360. Uh, can Glenn, do you have the stats up in front of you? What are the Ravens' average offensive output? Average. Uh, let's see. Yards saw, per game. I saw earlier, and I was shocked by everyone's answer, but I can't remember the exact. Yeah, yards. Where is the okay yards per play? Oh, yards per game. Three twenty. Three sixty-two. Right. So, like picking three. Well, look, they put up over five hundred. Yeah, but if they put up over 500 last week, is that reasonable to think that that's repeatable? I mean, 500 against a much worse defense. Um, a, a, a significant. You're talking about the top of the NFC. Now you're talking about the basement of the worst conference in football. Again, Jimmy, a lot of short fields. That's what I always go to. When I, <laughs> that's my go-to. And, and look, short fields. There's a there's a better possibility of that than last week. Right. Right. So that's a good point, but I'm going 360 and I'm I'm sticking with it. No, I like it. But I also think you cheated a little bit cuz you're telling me you definitely just looked up their average and guessed that. No, no, I put in 360 and then when we were looking at the stats, I was shocked. I was like, wait oh, a second here. This okay. can't be the line that DK put or this can't be what everyone put in because you guys anchored me. Oh, yeah. In that one. Of course. We I, always I, do. I, we always go first. I mean, oh here's Jimbo. Jimbo, as I'm as I'm talking about the injury report, he's putting his guesses in. Oh you know? my gosh! Yeah, look at this guy gaslighting one time, <laughs> one time, and he changes the whole narrative. Goodness That's gracious! Right. Hey, look, I'm the people's champ. I can already hear it now. <laughs> Everyone's You're not the people's for champ, me. Glenn. Everyone's hoping that I take this 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 belt back to my to, to my house. I mean, this is ridiculous. You won two weeks in a row, or no? Did DK win two weeks ago? No, I won two weeks in a row, and I went. I'm winning right this year with four victories. You have two. And Stand up in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. Can I get a go, Glenn? <laughs> nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> no response. You'll no get a response. response. Don't worry. You are, the, you are the people's champ. That's okay. I'll I'll, not, I'll take it. It's not as fun when you agree with it. Well, you're supposed look, to hate it when I say it. See that? There we go. I knew I could count on Lee saying. Hey, look, it's lonely sometimes up at the top. That's true. You know, it That's gets true. lonely up here. You know. So, uh, I think you on me. Well, no, I mean, record would be would be that I'm on the top, right? Oh, there we go. There's some go Glens in the chat. There we go. <laughs> hey, look, they both One got of them might be my right. wife. <laughs> One of them might be my wife. She better get this belly right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is awesome. Well, look, ladies and gentlemen, oh, yeah. we are excited for the game. Oh, Patrick Carly, sorry about that. Are we in or out on Sertan? 
That might mean not being able to sign one of our guys on D who have been crushing it this year. Well, look, I don't know what the status is with the Ravens and Sertan, but I do know the first question is whether or not the Broncos are willing to let go of him. They are. Apparently, they're taking calls on him. So Eric DaCosta, I'm sure, is calling and talking to him about it. I don't know whether we're in or out as far as what those conversations are like. I, I haven't seen any of that information yet. Are they saying that when they, when is Patrick mentioned, like saying that we're definitely going to sign him long-term? Is that because he's assuming that? Yeah. Yeah. That's what he's him, saying. We correct. Him? correct. Correct. Well, I would you, I would be surprised if they, but <laughs> I mean, I guess unless they look at him as like Roquan level. Yeah. That'd be the only way I could see that. And what's Marlon's contract? Oh, we already talked about this, right? We they love can't... Marlon. Like, do you I think know. I know. The whole, I'm saying the organization loves this guy shows up to football school. Yeah. Like, no, I, I know. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense. That's true. That's like, all damn. I'm saying. Like, it's painful, but I don't think we can let go of him. Oh, no. We were talking about Marcus Williams. I don't know what Marlon's contract works out to be, but at least it's something to consider in this whole equation. That's all I'm saying. And corners are pricey. They are pricey. Whew. You know what it is. But, but I will it, say this. Uh, oh, sorry, Jimbo. Dalvin Cook and uh, Derrick Henry, very little interest. Receiving almost no calls is what the reports are right now. I just mm. saw it pop up on my phone, mm -hmm, Bleacher mm -hmm, Report. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, maybe. Yeah, well, it. yeah, buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, you know, the trade line is coming up Tuesday, and we'll be back here on Sunday right after the game. It is a 425 local time game, so we'll be back after that game. Make sure you join us, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Ah! I wonder if my 